Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually once again with our scorekeeper, Carter Zanke. Carter, how are you today? Just happy to be here with my scoreboard, as always. Well, we're happy to have you back after a little absence. Uh, so thank you for being here today. Um, let's meet this week's contestants. Uh, there are two people who have been on uh, several times. So let's meet them. Uh, first, we have Haley. Hi, y'all. My name's Haley. I'm currently in, where am I right now? I'm in Fort Worth, Texas, um, on the national tour of Tootsie, and we're having a great time. And if I had time to get tea this morning, I would have had a chai, but I was there. running behind. <laughs> uh, that That's perfectly okay. As I, I just pulled the water, or I just poured the water into my mug about two minutes ago, so I'm in the same boat, but... Very good. Well, thank you, Haley, for being here again. Uh, and we also have Graciela. Hello. Um, I currently am in Charlotte as of Monday, so se- not even seven days here yet, but that's exciting. And I'm drinking a strawberry lemon citrus tea, which is very good. Interesting. It's like strawberry lemonade, but hot. So take that if you will. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you, Graciela, uh, for also being here. As with our, as with all of our regular episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions today, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Garter will explain the rules for round one. Well, round one, as you may know, is our first general knowledge round. We'll each get five multiple choice questions and questions here with 10 points each. All righty, Haley, you're up first. Are you ready? Oh, boy. Let's do it. Okay. Let's see question- how good at trivia. <laughs> question one. What lead singer of the Rolling Stones required 20 stitches after he pushed or punched his right forearm through a restaurant window? A, Roger Daltrey, B, Mick Jagger, or C, Steven Tyler? My, so here's the thing. I know Steven Tyler is Aerosmith. So that is the not correct answer. So the only other one that is like kind of ringing a bell is Mick Jagger. So my final answer is Mick Jagger. That is correct. Uh, this happened in Montauk, New York on May 17th, 1975. And there are co- conflicting reports whether he pushed his way through the window or punched his way through the window. Um, but uh, Roger Daltrey was the lead singer of The Who. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah. I am not great with band front bands and that knowledge does not retain well. <laughs> well, either way, you got 10 points. So you're good to go. Amazing. Question two. Next one. The state song of Maryland is to the tune of what song? A, Oh Christmas Tree, B, Happy Birthday, or C, You'll Never Walk Alone. Okay. What? (laughs) I do not know Maryland's song. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, Okay. The the only way you would have heard this is um, if you have watched the Preakness Stakes. Um, They always sing it before the race. No, I haven't. So I have not heard it before. <laughs> but so it was, oh, Christmas tree, happy birthday. And what was that last one again? You'll never walk alone. Originally you from the musical Carousel. You know what? Let's let's say Carousel. Let's say you'll never walk alone. Is um, the actually, song. It was, oh, Christmas tree, actually. Um, Maryland, you can't do Christmas 365, 24-7. The, the no. name of the song is Maryland, My Maryland. Oh, that made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> Question three. 
Santo Antonio is the largest town of what island who makes up part of a republic along with Sao Tome? A. Tobago, B. Principe, or C. Nevis? Ooh. It's a great question that I don't know the answer to. So this Mason is wrote this one. Mason, why? <laughs> Goodness. Um, you know what? Uh, Tobago. Tobago was the first one that stuck in my head. We're going with that. Um, it was actually Principe. Um, cool. Tobago is is paired with Trinidad. Uh, ah, and, yeah. And oh, then, yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah, and then Nevis, I believe, is paired with Saint Kitts. Right. I've yeah. never once been to an island in my whole life. So I've I've not been to anywhere in the Caribbean. So, yeah, this is outside of my purview. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, uh, Sao Tome and Principe. So there you go. Thank you. Question four. The Arlington House, located at Arlington National Cemetery, belonged to whose family? A. Thomas Jefferson, B. Andrew Jackson, or C. Robert E. Lee? Oh, did I know this? Yes. Do I? No. Um, okay. I'm debating between Robert E. Lee and Andrew Jackson, because I think those sound more out of the box, which is currently what I'm basing my answer on because I have no frame of reference. <laughs> so let's go. You know what? It was Andrew Jackson. Uh, it was Robert E. Lee, actually. Dang. Darn. Yeah. I picked the wrong one. Yeah. Uh, soon after Lee resigned his commission in the U.S. Army and joined the Confederacy, Union troops moved to occupy the house, given its location on a hill overlooking D.C. So there you go. And... Finally, question five. What Major League Baseball team has a minor league affiliate named the Trash Pandas? A, the Washington Nationals, B, the Anaheim Angels, or C, the Miami Marlins? I need it to be the Miami Marlins and the Trash Pandas. Um, unfortunately, no, unfortunately, it was the Anaheim Angels. Um, this is the uh, Rocket City Trash Pandas. And they're located in Madison, Alabama. I know nothing about baseball, so this just was a fun fact. That yeah. <laughs> There's a baseball team out there called the Trash Pandas. Yep. <laughs> I, I learned about this last night. Thank you to my good friend, Albert Stanley, um, who sat on the couch opposite of me and gave me this trivia question at about 10 o'clock last night. Um, yeah. Thanks, Albert. I yeah. feel better now knowing that there's a baseball team called the Trash Pandas. Your life has been in, forever enriched. Forever enriched. Thank you very much. Yeah. All righty, Graciela, are you ready for your five questions? You know, sure. Okay. Question one. Which of the following regions was jokingly referred to as, quote, Seward's Icebox? A, Canada, B, Minnesota, or C, Alaska? I'm going to go with B, Minnesota, because I like saying Minnesota. Okay. That was actually Alaska. Oh, um, well. Yeah, I don't like saying Alaska, so that wasn't going to be the answer. <laughs> uh, it refers to the Alaska Purchase, in which then Secretary of State William Seward purchased Alaska from Russia for $7.2 million. Uh, then viewed as a frozen wasteland, people's attitudes soon changed when gold was discovered in the territory. Well, my dislike of saying the word probably did not help the fact that they the attitudes change towards it but you know it's okay i guess my yeah. attitude did not change <laughs> and 
had the same uh oh i didn't put the re- the year down it was like 18 <laughs> oh shoot i'm not going to try to guess the year it was a long time ago so yeah, yeah some some things never change <laughs> question two in 1984 which member of the British royal family described the National Gallery of Art's proposed expansion into Trafalgar Square as, quote, a monstrous carbuncle on the face of a much-loved and elegant friend? A, Prince Charles, B, Prince Philip, or C, Queen Elizabeth II? Mm. See, I'm thinking about Prince Philip or Prince Charles just because, like, they seem like they have uppy, uppity attitudes based on what I know from the crown, you know? Mm-hmm real historical you know accurate grounded in reality (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly exactly so their characters on the crown both of them are kind of uppity and and curmudgeons so um we're gonna go with prince philip Uh, i was actually prince charles um yeah the uh, the the criticism to the proposed expansion led the national gallery to commission different architects for their expansion which was ultimately completed in 1991 so he was he was not alone um, though I don't know that anybody used um, as colorful uh, uh, language as a monstrous well, now, carbuncle. Now he's now he's king king Charles. Now he's now he's the king. So now now, now, so... He, now he can do whatever he wants. So <laughs> not really. Anyway, question three: Which of the following has the highest major arcana numerical value in a standard tarot deck? A. The sun. B. The empress. Or C. The lovers. This was written by Mason. Oh, of course it was. You see, the word you used before numerical, I don't know what that means. So let's take a guess. You know, I'm from Virginia and Virginia is for lovers. So I'm mm. going to go with the lovers as a shout out to Virginia. Um, so Arcana, I presume that's how it's pronounced, according to the quick dictionary search on Google, um, means uh secrets or mysteries um uh it was not the lovers though uh it was uh the sun ah see that was my second guess because i feel like you know tarot is also like associated with astrology so i probably should have guessed the sun but yeah (laughs) the sun is is uh 19 in the standard deck the empress is three and the lovers six Okay. Okay. Well, lovers is second highest, or well, I guess in those three. So I was almost there. Yeah. Yeah. Second. Second place. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Um, question four. Um, Uma concolor is the species of panther native to what southeastern state? A. Georgia. B. Florida. Or C. Louisiana. Hmm. See, puma de color sounds spanish and so i'm gonna go with florida because there's a huge latin x population in florida that is correct Uh, the the florida panther is the state animal of florida and it is critically endangered it is also the namesake of the nhl team the florida panthers who are based in south florida thank you very good and finally question five the eugene emeralds decided to temporarily change their mascot to what this is a minor league baseball team in Oregon. Um, a, the exploding whales. B, the flying squirrels. Or C, the dying elephants. Oh, gosh. Okay, see, I know the flying squirrels are a minor league baseball team. I'm pretty sure already. So I don't think it's that one. 
I'm going to say the dying, see, I think it's either the dying elephants or the exploding whales, because that also sounds like endangered species. So I feel like maybe there was like something going along with that. So I'm going to go with the dying elephants as like they made it for raising awareness for elephants going extinct. Um, it's actually the exploding whales. Oh, um, great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it refers to an incident in nearby Florence, Oregon in 1970, in which a whale was blown up by the Oregon Department of Transportation in an attempt to dispose of its carcass. Um, and it did, but whale parts were spewed like 800 feet in, in all directions. So, where Wait, where was the whale that they had to blow it up was it like a beached whale or like was it yeah in the middle of a street like that's what it sounded like to me like it was just like hey i'm gonna lay right here yeah it it was it, let's let's see i i presume it was beached it doesn't say exactly what happened or why i'm just hoping they oh, yeah, like, kick it, a whale it, yeah oh yeah it, it had it had washed ashore and was okay. dying apparently oh and so they blew it up. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. And apparently, and so that it, it spewed, it, it like threw flesh like 800 feet away and the odor lingered for a while. Yeah. I, I mean, whales are big. I, I don't know what they were. I want to know who, what genius came up with that idea and was like, you know what we should do? Explode it. <laughs> like, yeah. it was a man. Yeah, oh, most definitely most <laughs> definitely a man yeah i think that's a given anyway that's the end of round one uh, so carter can you please give us a score update i believe our score is Haley with 10 and graciela at 10 all righty now it is time for round two so carter can you please tell us the rules round two is our second round we'll each get five questions on the same topic Questions here are open-ended, and they're worth 20 points. If you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for 10 points. Okay. Um, so you both are going to get um, questions on the same topic. And uh, so this this is a topic that, um, that I enjoy doing. Um, we've done this a couple of times before. Um, you all are going to get five questions each about famous events that happened in the year 2007. So I hope you remember the year 2007. You know, um, we were 10, but like, sure. Or, or nine. Yeah. Well, some of us oh, were right. Nine. I always forget y'all are younger than me. Anyway, I was nine, nine or 10. Nine or 10. <laughs> okay. Haley, are you ready? Yeah. Let's remember the year 2007. Let's do it. Question one. On January 4th, 2007, who became the first ever female speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives? Oh, speaker of the house. Is that... Nancy Pelosi. It is Nancy Pelosi. Uh, she would remain speaker until 2011 and then serve in the role for four more years from 2019 until 2023. Question two. On January 9th, 2007, Steve Jobs introduced what product? The original iPhone. That is correct. Yes. Uh, question three. On June 10th, 2007, what TV show about an organized crime fair family aired its series finale that famously ended with a sudden cut to black. That one's The Sopranos, right? Yes, that is. Uh, the ending makes uh, this show's finale one of the most famous in history and remains controversial um, to this day. Uh, question four. 
On December 29, 2007, what NFL team became the first in history to finish the regular season 16-0? and Oh, my guess is the New England Patriots. That is correct. Yes. Um, they would go on to lose in Super Bowl uh, 42 to Eli Manning and the New York Giants. Yeah, they did! to 14. Yeah, it was their only loss on the season. If you can't tell, audience at home, I'm a big New York Giants fan and not a fan of the Patriots. So I, fi- I figured you would get that one right. Yeah. Uh, and finally, question five. On March 7th, 2007, the UK House of Commons voted to make what upper chamber wholly elected? I don't really understand American politics. And then you go across the ocean and then it's a really like, so upper the house of commons so so just like the house of representatives is our lower chamber and the senate is the Uh upper chamber so the house of commons is the lower chamber and then the upper chamber is oh it's par. i mean my only guess is parliament but my guess is that's like all of it as a whole but i'm gonna say parliament because that's all i can think of right now yeah parliament is the whole thing so yeah great um you know this one's gonna be really sad but i genuinely do not have the answer so i'm gonna say um at the time, it would have been the Queen of England. I'm going to say her. No. no. I know. <laughs> I knew um, that one was no. wrong. Uh, uh, Graciela, do you know? No. All I know are the political parties over there, which is very odd that I know that and not the other things. Doing better than me. You know, I know the, well, I know the Tories. That's, I know the Tories and yep. there's another one. I can't remember. The, well, the Tories are the Conservative Party. Um, and then the Labour Party is the... Labour the opposition yeah um but this is the uh, house of lords Um, ah yes the house of lords that i totally knew of that term before you just told me Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um despite this the chamber remains uh, with mostly life and hereditary peers because they couldn't actually agree on a proposal to overhaul it so but they voted and you know they made a statement and then they didn't do anything about it what can you do? Graciela, are you ready for your five questions? You know, sure. Okay. That's my feeling towards every every round is sure. Why not? <laughs> Here we go. Question one. On August 1st, 2007, the I-35 West Bridge that spans what river in Minneapolis, Minnesota collapsed during the evening rush hour? I could not tell you. Matthew, you know I didn't get my license until I turned 21, so I really did not know roads in 2000. But this is this is more about this is this is basically let me boil the question down for you. What river? What's the big river that goes through Minneapolis? It's a big one and you've heard of it. I have? Well, you have. News to me. Um You have. Hmm. Hmm. The James River. Uh, Haley, do you know if you're there? I there you am there. And mm-hmm. um, no, I don't know. But we're going to take a guess. Mm-hmm. And there's a Minneapolis river. Big river. Literally all I'm thinking about is this river <laughs> in Pennsylvania that's named, spelled one way, but pronounced a very different way. It's like Skull. skull oh, Skookill? Yeah, that. That's all that's coming to mind. So I also don't know. So instead of the James River, let's say the Shrewsbury River that I grew up near, which is not in Minnesota, fun fact. No, it's not. Um, but what is in Minnesota is the Mississippi River. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one. 
That's why I said big. Yeah. Well, that's so misleading because that's also in Mississippi, isn't it? It it is. Well, it is, but then it that's goes misleading. <laughs> goes all the way up. Goes all the way up. That's a different state. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the collapse killed 13 people and injured 145. Uh, and then the re- replacement bridge opened on September 18th, 2008. Yeah, it literally just like fell into the river. Yeah. Just like, no thanks. That's a quick yeah. turnaround because uh, you said August 1st, right? Was when it collapsed, and seven, September 18th is when the new one went up. Uh, September 18th, the next year. Oh, oh, I was like, that's a month. That's a quick build for no. a bridge. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. Tr- <laughs> I wouldn't trust the bridge that was built in 45 days. Yeah. Um, after. Yeah, that one collapsed. Anyway, question two. May 6, 2007 saw the premiere of the third installment of what animated film franchise whose main characters are voiced by Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, and Cameron Diaz? Uh, That is the Shrek series. That is That is Shrek 3, which is where they have the babies. Yes. Yeah, Shrek Shrek the third. The third, yes. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And then also Justin Timberlake is in that one too because he plays... King Arthur. Oh, please. King. Justin oh. Timberlake, the king. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. It's been a really long time since I've seen Shrek the Third. Yeah. Like a really, really, really long time since I've seen. But Shrek thanks the for Third. that fun fact, Grassy. Yeah, you know, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> See, our contestants add so much to this show. It's really my my knowledge only goes so far. Anyway, uh, question three. On August 7th, 2007, what San Francisco Giants left fielder hit his 756th home run, surpassing Hank Aaron's record of 755? We've got shaking heads from both of our contestants here. No. No? <laughs> Base, you know, I'll say a baseball player, okay? Jackie Robinson, even though I know that's not right. Yeah. I'm going to say Jackie Robinson because... That's pretty a sure he was dead. Pretty sure he was dead. Yeah. By then. Um, yeah. But you did name a baseball player, so that's that's good. Um, well done, uh, Haley. I, you know, I don't have the steal, so I'm also going to name a baseball player. But I'm going to say Derek Jeter, who was definitely alive. Definitely alive. Definitely, definitely playing in 2007. Definitely playing. Um, not the correct team. Definitely not the correct answer or position by no. any means. No, he was a shortstop. Um, uh, no, this was Barry Bonds. I don't know who that is. Ah, yes, of course, Barry Bonds, who I totally knew. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, Barry Bonds would go on to finish his career with 762. I know about Bale Bonds, but that's the only and James Bond, but that's the only, only Bonds I know. So, wow, yeah, three three very different Bonds. Could could not be more different. In fact, oh, covalent um, bonds. I know covalent bonds too. Also, so. a very different. Oh, now we're getting into chemistry. Uh, I just got my master's, so let me so let me show you. Yeah, I mean, you, you got that degree. You got to flaunt it in whatever yeah, way exactly. you can. I did restrain myself and did not put any opera questions um, on your set. Um, I would have had a decent chance at opera questions. Better than these baseball ones. Anyway, well, continue. Well, next next time, Haley, I'll be sure to give you some opera questions. Um, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, anyway, but this, yeah, very boss. Okay, question four. On September 24th, 2007, what sitcom premiered on CBS about a group of friends who worked together at Caltech and their neighbor, Penny? Um, that is the Big Bang Theory. 
That is correct. The show ended up running for 12 seasons and 279 episodes. Which is my father, my grandfather's favorite TV show, the one who speaks primarily Spanish. So I think that's very, very interesting. <laughs> that's strange. It's good. It, it's, it's, it, yeah, I always enjoyed watching that. My parents watched it religiously um, in particular, although I missed my a lot parents... of the last few seasons because I was in college. My parents bought the DVD box set and binged it from beginning to end. Wow. I think I got through an episode and a half before I realized how much I hated Sheldon, the character. <laughs> and I couldn't watch the TV show anymore because he sucked. <laughs> well, you gotta, the, the first season is not, like, it gets appreciably better by, you tell like, me that. the third or fourth season. You, you gotta like stick it out. It's kind of like Cheers. Four where, seasons? You need me to stick yeah. it out for four seasons before it gets good? No, yeah. thank you. I mean, but then the last eight are like really good. It's, but it's that's so many. It's the same thing with Every... Cheers, though, because like they it took them a couple of years to like find their rhythm, and then like the last six seasons are truly spectacular. Fair, but you know, Cheers is. A cultural phenomenon. Granted, Big Bang Theory is too, also but I could appreciate phenomenon. Cheers yeah. more than Big Bang Theory. While okay. I do love Jim Parsons, the actor, his character Sheldon, I cannot stand behind. I can't do it. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Well, he he won a he won some Emmy awards for his role. I'm pretty sure. So, um, I'm not saying he's not bad. Like he's not a phenomenal actor. I'm just saying I personally can't watch it because I not... just get frustrated that That's men fair. suck. When I watch Sheldon, it's not your um. How will we say cup of tea? Mm. Okay, <laughs> good one. <laughs> Excellent. Well done, Graciela. Um, I'd give you bonus points if it were appropriate to do so, Perfect. but I, I don't think. I, I mean, you sure, but it's okay. can you give her a single bonus point, Carter? Can we? Give oh her like yeah, let's do that. One? Let's. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Um. No, anyway, no. You, you know math. I'll let you figure out that. There you go. Well done. <laughs> Um, okay, Graciela, question five. Okay. On July 21st, 2007, what final installment in the Harry Potter series was published? Oh, Deathly Hollows part. Oh, Deathly Hollows, because the yes. movie part yeah, one. Yeah, this is, I'm asking about the book. Yes, Deathly okay. Hollows. Um, 11 million copies sold in the first 24 hours. No oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, can you put the extra point back up, Carter, with whatever fraction you used? There you go. Okay. I'm trying to compute the fraction in my head. And once I get it, I'll add it in. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Okay. Well, that's the end of round two. So, um, Carter, can you please give us a score update? Looks like we have Haley at 90 and Graciela at 71. Okay. Uh, it's time for round three. So, Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, round three is a lot like round two, in which case you will get five open-ended questions, questions here on a variety of topics, and they're also worth 30 points, so your opponent can answer for 15. Very good. Um, is, the, is it 1.05? Is that what you would put in a box in round two for, for an extra point? That's what 0. I did. 0.05? Okay. Yeah. I actually just second. typed in equals one divided by 20 because we're in, you know, my Google Sheets over here. So ah, yes. Okay, yeah, that works too. Anyway, uh, Haley, are you ready for your five questions? Let's do it. Okay, question one. What interstate highway connects the capital cities of New Hampshire and Vermont? Oh, 
I just hope, and there were two answers that are in my head, but one of them's right. Mm -hmm. And I think the answer is 89. That is correct. Yes. Next, Concrete and Montpelier. I presume the other answer you had in your head was 91. That is correct. That was the other, because 89 goes east to west, but 91 goes north to south. Right. Right? Did I get an interstate thing right, Matthew? You did. Yes. 89 technically goes north-south, but in a kind of diagonally also east-west direction. It goes north-south. I was right about the general direction. There you go. Making this a win. Well done. Question two. In 1536, which wife of King Henry VIII became the first of his wives to be executed? Ah, yeah. Divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, survived. Uh Uh-huh. Beheaded was Anne Boleyn. That's correct. Uh, Catherine Howard was also executed in 1542. Question three. What amendment to the U.S. Constitution abolished slavery? Oh, no, I have to know the number. Oh, Mm -hmm. crud. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Everyone at home, I'm going to apologize right now. I know (laughs) slavery was abolished. I'm going to guess the number and it's going to be wrong. You're all going to be like, he's not that smart. I know. (laughs) I know that detail didn't stick. But um, let's go with amendment, the 14th amendment? Not the 14th, um, Graciela. The 13th amendment. It's the 13th amendment. You were so close. <laughs> yeah, uh, the 13th close. was the, it was the first of three amendments passed in the aftermath of the Civil War. The 14th and 15th followed shortly thereafter. Right, because the 13th was abolished slavery, 14th was. Um, it uh, granted uh, citizenship. Right. And then the, and the 15th right, 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 was, right. was uh, voting. Okay. My guess was a little better than I thought it was going to be. So yeah. No, you were, in the, you were in the ballpark. You, you were in the ballpark. You're just, 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 off just outside the yeah, target. Anyway, question four. In 2024, the city of Nusantara is planned to become the capital of Indonesia, replacing what city that has been its capital since independence in 1945? This was an amazing question. Mason, thank you so much for the capital of Indonesia. I really appreciate that. Carter um, will know this one. Because Carter was there recently. Very cool. I think I know it, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, Indonesia. I'm blanking on literally a single city in Indonesia. All that's coming to mind is Bangladesh, which is wrong, I think. Is that your answer? You know what? That's the only thing I'm thinking. Fine. Bangladesh is my answer. Well, Bangladesh is a country. Um, so I know. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Haley. That's the thing that I was thinking too. I was like, I know this is a country, so I know it's not right, but fantastic. <laughs> I'm thinking of. Uh, do you have an uh, Do you have an answer, Graciela? No, no, my answer would have been Bangladesh as well. Okay. Um, Carter. Please uh, note, viewers at home, we do acknowledge that Bangladesh is its own separate nation. <laughs> yes. We just could not think of the name of a city in Indonesia. Yeah. Um, Dhaka. I, Dhaka is, I, is the capital of Bangladesh, I believe. Um, uh, Carter, do you want to give us the correct answer? Uh, I hope it's Jakarta. It is Jakarta. Yes. Um, uh, the uh, move comes in response to the dire environmental issues facing Jakarta, the most, infam- the most infam- infamous of which is uh, the fact that the city sinks about 17 centimeters into the ground every year. Yeah. That's so many. And um, for those of us in America, 
what is 17 centimeters converted it's, to again? Um, I'm kind of surprised that Mason gave us uh, that in, in, in centimeters. Centimeters and not. And not. <laughs> um, it's, it's somewhere in the like, okay, hold on, hold on. I think A it's somewhere, somewhere in the like six, six inches, seven inches. Like six inches. That is so yeah. much. Somewhere in there. Just every year, just yeah. down six inches. Wow. Yeah. Problematic. Problematic for a capital city and that has like a billion people, not a billion, but a lot of people. Anyway, question five. What river empties into the Chesapeake Bay in northern Maryland and drains nearly half of the land area of Pennsylvania? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did I grow up in northern Virginia? Oh, did I go to like middle and high school in northern Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. Did there's I a, learn? There's a big river. There's a big river. Um, and you cross it when you're headed north on 95. Oh, you go north yeah. from, north of Baltimore, and then all of a sudden you cross this gigantic river before you get to Delaware. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. That's this Because I know the bridge, but mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you the name of that river right now, which is very sad. So I'm going to say the Potomac, knowing that's wrong. Yeah, that is wrong. <laughs> uh, Graciela, do you know? No, I got excited, but I, uh, it's wrong because you, you cross the river going south, not north. I was going to say Aquaquan, but I know that's wrong. Oh, no, that's not that one. Uh, this is the Susquehanna River. Um, Susquehanna! Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, its source is in Cooperstown, New York. Mm-hmm. All righty, Graciela, oh. are you ready for your five questions? You know my answer, sure. Okay. Question one. What interstate highway connects Columbia, South Carolina with Charlotte, North Carolina? Oh, well, that's 77. That's correct. Uh, And it continues north all the way to Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Question two. Machu Picchu is located in which South American nation? I I know this. I know Machu Picchu is a temple, and it was built by, pretty sure it's the Aztecs, not the Mayans. It might be the Mayans, but Peru. It's in Peru. There it is. It is in Peru. Um, It was a, a... 15th century Incan oh, uh, citadel. Maya Incan Aztec. Yeah. Wow. But this was the Incas. Yes, but it is in Peru. Thank you. Question uh, three. Four is a collection of short stories set in the universe of what young adult dystopian trilogy? Uh, that would be the Divergent series. Yes, that is. Um, that was an amazing question. Uh, question four. There has been a long dispute between the champagne producers in France and what American brewery who, styli- who stylizes their high-life beers as the champagne of beers? Mm. Hmm. I'm going to just say a beer company. I don't really drink beer except for like sour beers. So I'm going to say we'll go with Blue Moon, even though I think that's I know that's wrong. No. Haley? Um, I'm going to thank my parents for moving to Wisconsin for this one. Um, So I believe it's Miller. That is correct. Uh, This title has led to multiple shipments of Miller High Life being destroyed in France and Belgium at the behest of champagne producers. That's hilarious that they take a shitty beer and are like, we're destroying it in protest. Good. It's not good beer. No, I don't like it. Even though it is the champagne of beer. And Wisconsin, the state, would agree with that. Yes but I do not because I don't like beer. Um, Anyway, uh, finally, question five. Which amendment to the U.S. Constitution guaranteed women the right to vote? 
uh, to as a woman back. <laughs> I know it's I know it's in the twenties. I think it's the twenty first amendment. Uh, not the twenty first, Haley. So you said I think it's in the twenties, and the only number coming to mind for me was the eighteenth. Oh. So I'm going to guess the 18th. So what's interesting is that um, the two of you guessed the amendments that have to do with prohibition. Um, <laughs> the 18th amendment is is prohibition and the 21st amendment repealed prohibition. Um, so uh, this <laughs> this is... It's the 19th amendment. It's the 19th amendment, yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, I was off by one. Yeah, you were it's close. It's a running theme you, with me and amendments. Again, in the ballpark. So that's good. Um, yeah, this was rat this was ratified in 1920. So it was it was ratified in the twenties, which maybe was what you were thinking, but it's the nineteenth amendment. Yeah. See, after I said it, I was like, it's definitely the nineteenth amendment. And again, viewers at home, as as a woman, I I apologize that I did not know <laughs> as women. Anyway, that's the end of round three. So Carter, can you please give us a score update? We have Haley at one hundred sixty-five and Graciela at one hundred seventy-six. Now it is time for round four. So Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Well, round four is our showdown. We will each get the same three questions. Questions here are worth 40 points each, and we'll ask you to write down or make note of your answers. All righty. Haley, Graciela, are we ready? Okay. Let's do it. Question one. Archibald Cox was the special prosecutor appointed to investigate which government scandal? All righty, Haley, what is your answer? The answer I wrote down on this room service menu says uh, Watergate. <laughs> okay, uh, Graciela, you also wrote Watergate, and that is correct. Uh, the Watergate scandal. Uh, Cox was fired by the order of President Richard Nixon in an incident. Um, I spelled incident incorrectly. Wow, that's embarrassing. Um, in an incident that became known as the Saturday Night Massacre. I wrote indecent instead of incident. Clearly... I was doing this way too late at night. I also just realized that my microphone was not on when I was telling you my answer. So, so which is why I read it. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, but good. I'm glad you realized that. Okay. Question two. What was the most recent Stephen Sondheim musical to win best original score? The most recent one. Yeah. To win best original score. Can I ask a follow-up question? Yeah or nay? Sure. Whether or not I'll answer it is another question. Fair enough. Revivals count? No, no. This Recent is just revival. Okay. No, this okay, is okay. just like original, original run. Like original run. Yeah. Didn't help, but it kind of did. <laughs> it it should it should eliminate some. Yeah, it should. I will tell you that he won it uh, six times. If that helps. As he should. Great job, Stephen yeah. Sondheim. Your music is beautiful. Do we have answers? Yes. You have a musical. All righty. That's going to be wrong. Uh, Haley, which, uh, which musical did you uh, choose? I picked Into the Woods because it was the one that was stuck in my head. I don't think it's the correct answer, but it is a Sondheim musical. It is a Sondheim musical. That is, uh, that's true. Um, Graciela. I'll put Sunday in the Park with George. I don't think that's right. I think. Uh it's a more recent one, but I, I can't. That was the only one I could think of. It's it, it's closer. Um, Sunday in the Park with George actually didn't win. It was nominated. Um, 
this is a bit of a deep cut. Um, uh, it's passion, oh, no. actually. Oh, that's the yeah. one that Matthew. Isn't that the one that's controversial? Because it's like less of a no. That's Contact. I think. Never mind. Contact Frankly. is like like a dance musical, and it won for like best musical, even though there's, there's like very very little singing. And so there, that was the controversy I think around Contact. But okay. Frankly, I don't know. Um, but I, I'm just going by what I saw online. I don't know this one at all, um, other than I've heard it, heard of it before, but it's passion. Uh, it was his sixth win for the award. Um, uh, he previously won for Company, Follies, A Little Night Music, Sweeney Todd, and Into the Woods. So there you go. So Into and the fo- Woods was before passion. Yes, it was. Yeah, because I was like- So I was off by one again. Oh, oh, nice. That's really the theme of today. Close- but close, close, but not quite. Not quite. But also, the name Passion the Musical was never coming to mind. Yeah, so. no, that's fair. I wouldn't like, have gotten this. It was the 1980s, and I'm pretty sure Passion was like the 90s or way yeah. thousands, some somewhere in that. Range. Yeah, it was in it was in the 90s, as was uh, Sunday in the Park with George, I believe. Maybe. Yeah, because it was Bernadette, so that yeah. makes sense that it was the 90s. It might have been 80s. I don't know. Mandy Patinkin. Right. Finally, question three. What founding father's plantation is located on the eponymous neck in Southern Fairfax County, Virginia? All righty. Do we have answers? Yes. Okay. Haley, what is your answer? My get, I was debating between two, but I know this one is in Fairfax County, So I went with Mount Vernon. Okay. Wait, wait can you see that? It says Mount Vernon. Yes. Um, okay. Graciela. Oh, I put put James Madison, but I don't think that's right. Uh, no, it, we 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 were looking for the name of a founding father, um, uh, not the plantation itself. Uh, so George Washington, then? Yeah, um, both are wrong. Um, but <laughs> Mount Vernon is in Fairfax County, um, but this is uh, George Mason. Oh um, well, uh, that makes so much. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Not us going down to high school I mean, down the street from that university. Literally across the street. Um, See, it, that's why I thought George, James Madison, but now it makes sense. Fairfax County. because James yeah, Madison. Madison's is in um, Orange County, which is down. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, Gunston Hall is the name of the plantation. It's located on the Mason Neck, which is why I said Eponymous Neck. So there you go. The only neck I, I know had a reason for the Northern Neck. Yeah, that's much further down because those are the three like little necks that, excuse me, that jut out easterly. This is just a tiny little one at the southern tip of the county. Got a public golf course down there that I've played many times. Anyway, that's the end of the game. So Carter, can you please give us the final score? Our final score is Haley at 205 and Graciela at 216. I think the first um, 16 we've ever had at the end of any of our scores. Well, congratulations, Graciela. You have won. Do you have anything that you would like to say? Um, I would like to thank you and everybody here. And Haley, this is our second round playing. I'm pretty sure you won the first time we played. So I think this just like oh. evens out that, that. So that. this just means, Matthew, you need to have us back so we can For do a two out of three. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yes. We'll, or we'll have us happen. respectively fight our sisters simultaneously. Oh, that could be, that could like be fun. So you, it'd be like all four of us. So it'd be like me and Heidi and then Grossi and Izzy. Everybody and wants to do teams. Every time I, every time I have to. Oh, no, I don't want to like, do, oh, do teams. I want to beat all three of them. 
Oh, 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 okay. Just okay. at once, just like family gauntlet style. Who's the smartest of the Perez and Parker Cone sisters? Sorry, Caitlin, <laughs> but I suppose that's one way of doing it as well. Well, we'll we'll see what we can come up with. Uh, but uh, that's uh, that's the end of the the game. Uh, that's our show for this week, folks. Thank you, Haley and Graciela, for being on the show today, as well as Carter Zanke for being our scorekeeper and Mason Cook for composing the music. Today's questions were written by. Mason Cook, Albert Stanley, and yours truly. And uh, thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Trivia Over Tea if you would like to make a little contribution to this podcast to help us stay uh, running. Uh, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com slash Trivia Over Tea. And tune in in two weeks' time when we'll have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. Thank you. We'll see you in two weeks.